Welcome to Demystifying Franchise Ownership, the podcast that brings you expert advice, transparency, and clarity around franchise ownership. Whether you're a prospective or current franchisee or franchisor, or simply curious about the topic, say hello to your host, Christine Givens. Welcome back to Demystifying Franchise Ownership. Today, I'm talking to my daughter, Alina. One of the to give you some background, when I first started thinking about doing a podcast and a digital course, one of the things I did was send a survey to other former and existing franchisees. And one of the questions I asked was, what what was the reason you decided to invest in a franchise? And one of the answers that I saw over and over and over was more time with my family. And I want to earn more money for my family. There were many answers that responses that were around family. So I thought it would be interesting to interview my daughter, Alina. So welcome, Alina Givens. Thank you for having me. I my first question for you is and I know you were little you were how old were you when when uh, I purchased 13 13 12 or 13. When I made the investment, how did you feel when I decided to make the investment in the franchise. Were you excited? Were you concerned? Were you indifferent? What did you think? I think at that time I didn't have any concerns because I was still little, but I was definitely excited because I think the thought of a hair salon was exciting for me. And because I knew that that meant more time that we would have together. Were your expectations met? Did you feel we had more family time after I made the investment compared to when I commuted to my job in downtown Chicago? Definitely from when you commuted, but I feel like we spent a lot of time together at the salon, but it maybe wasn't together. I think I would go along with you a lot just to have something to do and I would help out here and there. So we were spending more time together But I wouldn't say it was quality time where we're not doing something involving the the salon. Right. Just the two of us. Did you did you learn a lot at the salon when you were there? I think I did. I had never worked a job, especially like a retail or what would you call that? Retail. Retail job. Retail job. Service job. So I definitely learned a lot about that and I would work sometimes at the front desk and it was fun. For me at the time. It was? I had fun. You were intimidated sometimes. I was. Just, I think being the owner's daughter especially puts a bad taste in employees' mouths. Yeah. So I would say from my perspective as a child, I think if I were or had no other choice than to work there, I think it would have been really hard. I think that's something that people need to think about if they're doing that if they're thinking that their kids are going to go work I think within the environment at least that was created at 18a it was not good to have me there I think that people didn't enjoy that I was working there yeah it depends on it depends on the business and the environment but that was not a great environment for that yeah what what did you enjoy best about my experience as a franchise owner I think it was fun to see you do something that was a little bit more creative. I mean, it's the same reason that I 
kind of have steered away from accounting is it's just not creative enough. And I always knew you as a creative person. And not that this was like you were being a painter or whatever, or an artist, but it was definitely more creative. You got to take some li a few liberties with marketing and it was just fun to see you do something. And I also got to see what you were doing. I mean, I would come downtown sometimes to see you at work, but I didn't understand that because I was little. So I understood this a little more and it was fun to go and see what you were doing all day. Mm -hmm. And I think I could tell that you were having more fun mm -hmm. in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, definitely. As it was being, the space was being built and building the team and, but yeah, it, it got challenging and frustrating as time went on for sure. So what, what would you say you liked least about me being a franchise owner? I think that it had a lot of drama that came with it. Again, that is just the specific environment in which came from your personal franchise um, what would you call that? Experience? But I think it depends. But I think that there's a lot of drama. But that can come with any job. Well, at any point in time, were you nervous about me being a franchise owner? Um, when I was little, I would always, especially when you left your job, I just thought that we had no money. And so I would always be like, are you sure we can go to the grocery store? And you'd be like, yes. So... I was probably worried about that, but I was also had no idea what was going on because I was little. Right. So let me ask you a follow-up question relating to that last question. Is there something that I could have done to assuage some of your concerns about money? Because I can imagine that this would be an issue with a lot of people. So is there anything I could have done, like gone into more detail with you? I think that... Part of the problem, maybe not, I wouldn't use the word problem. Part of my concern came from where we lived. Um, very affluent neighborhood where many of the kids I attended school with were just extremely wealthy. So I think that was part of my concern. I was constantly surrounded by like extreme wealth and for you to be a single mom and also not actively have a job, so to speak. At just at that age, I think most kids would find that concerning. And you don't really know much about anything involving that when you're 13. But would it have helped for me to go into a little more detail? Or do you think you were just too young to, to have that experience because I, I feel like I tried to do that to some extent but you have to there's only so much information at that age you're really gonna understand I think you did I think you said like I had a company and I sold it to this company that I now work for but I think when you're a kid you just don't understand money like as a 13 year old you could have told me like three bananas was like $15 and I would be like that sounds right do you think that just having the reassurance of yeah everything's okay we have money set aside for this that that's really what you should do that would be the best for 
helping kids understand and feel confident that everything is okay financially. Right. And I think that you said that to me, but I just didn't understand how that was working. Mm -hmm. I think it was more of that. I didn't understand, like, I just didn't understand. And not that any 13-year-old should really be fully understanding of that. I mean, they have no idea. Right. But I think that you did a good job. I think that it's honestly just mostly that 13-year-olds just do not have that understanding of money yet. So you don't you don't go into details. You just say, we've planned, have confidence that we know what we're doing, and reassure the kids that everything is taken care of. Right, and I think that's all you can really do at that age. They don't really understand. Beyond that, what did you learn from my experience as... You could probably group in my business experience when I own my accounting firm and as a franchise franchise owner. What did you learn? If any, anything. Maybe you were too little to really lean anything. I think at the time I didn't really learn anything, but I think as I got older and we discussed it more, I think I definitely learned that If you're thinking about um, investing, that's a better word, not buying, investing in a franchise, you need to do a lot of background work. I think even I, at the age of like 13, 14, was finding myself feeling frustrated with the franchise that you owned. Just from hearing you talk about it, and I've always been very organized, so... And interested, you were interested in what was going on, and you would listen to me talk to Chris about it and my frustration. So you would hear all about it, right? Right. So I remember from a younger age, like f- feeling also bothered by the way that they were organizing this specific franchise. So I think it would, my lesson would just be to do as much background research as you can and really check out the just like with any investment if you're going to make an investment put your hard-earned money into an investment you need to go and do the research and make sure that it it warrants the amount you're going to put into it right you're going to get out you're going to get out what you want based on the investment you're making right and i also think specifically with the salon some, I don't know if I would say external factors play in the general environment that a salon breeds, I think is something to think about too. Or you can do rest. I mean, you can apply it to any sort of franchise, but I think you need to consider the general environment that the employees breed. Because I think that that was one of the things that really threw you off and me as well just listening in about owning a salon right yeah I mean I wasn't I've talked about this in previous episodes that I wasn't prepared to coach creative like really creative people I had never done that I had only ever coached and mentored more business oriented yeah or you know left brain people folks that did a lot of analysis and accounting I didn't coach and mentor uh people who were super creative and i i just really struggled with that so yeah i'm sure you heard all about that probably more than you wanted to (laughs) that's definitely not 
something someone would think of when going into a franchise, but I think that is something you definitely need to consider is like, what type of people are we hiring? How are they going to be as a group, as a team? How are they going to be as individuals as far as like work ethic and showing up? And I, I interviewed a woman who is another franchisee a couple days ago. She's a, she owns a franchise in accounting services. And her husband, she's not an accountant, but her husband is a CPA. And so they really fell into this situation that was just fit for them because she's doing all the networking and and getting business in the door. And her husband, Elliot, is, you know, managing the accounting practice. And they really chose something that fits with their skills really well. And I thought I was getting away from... Like I was so burned out from living from deadline to deadline, being a, an accounting firm owner, that I didn't want to be the the product anymore. I didn't want, I wanted something totally different, but the lesson learned is it was too different. Right. And so it was harder for me to, to manage and to make successful. So you have to think about that. Really think about what your skills are and how do they fit with the franchise you're looking for. For sure. Okay, so this is my last question for you. So how has my experience, and I guess it kind of relates back to the previous question, but how has my experience as a business owner influenced you and your choices in your life so far? You're only 20, so you're just on the cusp of your adult life, but influence some of the choices you've made. I go to Miami University, which is in... I didn't know that. Shush. I'm telling everybody. In Oxford, Ohio, which has an amazing business school. And I was, my freshman year, introduced to the entrepreneurship program, which I now have learned is top 10 in the country. So that's amazing. I always knew that I would enjoy doing something like that, owning my own business and having that control over my lifestyle, but also being able to step back and be like, this is what I produce. This is created. What, this is what I created. Mm-hmm. And so when I was introduced to the program, we were required to take one entrepreneurship course for our general business core classes. And I just loved it. I now have it as one of my two minors and they are my favorite classes ever. I think seeing you and even though I know you wouldn't call it your most successful thing ever, I think I saw how much you enjoyed building something of your own and that really that instilled something in me. And I was like, I want to do the same. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to do that. You know, I've been training you to be a CEO since you were little. I know. I know. Do you remember when I tried, well, I attempted to explain like debt and how it works and interest rate and you did understand it. How old was I? Mm, 10 maybe. Like you got the concept for sure. Yeah, I think I, Honestly, my brain is meant to following it in the um, accounting path, but I will not let myself. That's okay. I know. It's okay. I'm feeling good in my decision. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a creative person, so you should... I, I mean, I, 
I told you I I wanted to be an interior designer. I know. Accounting, CPA is so far away from that. But I don't regret any choices and I know. I committed to Miami and I was like I'm going to be an accounting major and I'm going to do 4 plus 1 and I'm going to sit for the CPA exam when I graduate. And you were even like, do you want to do that? Like, you were never like, yes, that's amazing. I think that's exactly what you should do. You were like, I think you should think about that. Mm-hmm. And I did. And now I'm a marketing major. So, yeah. Well, you have to follow your gut. Right. And this will be a good, not even segue, but way to wrap up our talk is I I had such a bad feeling in my gut about the CEO of this franchise and I should have followed that gut because always yeah because he contributed to a lot of the challenges in this particular franchise system and so that's why you got to follow your gut always now now it doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and validate that gut feeling asking questions talking to people, doing your research. I think all those things, I've learned that from my husband. He is a researcher. He likes to analyze things. Every single thing. Yes, and he and I together, meeting in the middle, are a great team because he's made me want to be more of a researcher and I think he me as well yeah and he I think I've helped him be more you got to listen to your gut and you you don't have to research every single little thing so you got to meet in the middle but um yeah you got to follow your gut and I'm glad that you're following your gut thank you so thanks for being on this episode and for sharing your your insights as a child of a franchise owner, because we know it can be challenging. And when parents have experienced challenges in their career, it's bound to impact their children for sure. sure, Because you bring that home, you're worried, all those things. So thanks for being a guest on today's podcast. Of course. All right. Thanks, Alina. Where can we find you? Um, LinkedIn, Alina Givens, if anyone wants to hire me. Just kidding. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Alina, for joining me on this week's episode. Alina was hesitant at first to be a guest on the podcast, but I really believe it's important to hear from the family members of franchisees. Often the reasons one is considering franchise ownership have to do with family. Consequently, one needs to consider the impact on family and whether franchise ownership is really going to achieve those family goals. Again, thanks for listening. If you want to contact me, go to my contact page on my website, christinegivens.com. If you're currently evaluating a franchise system, you should check out my guide, The Ultimate Step-by-Step Guide to Vetting and Evaluating a Franchise Opportunity. As always, look out for next week's episode and stick around a couple of seconds to hear one of the outtakes from this episode. Let's try. So talk and you talk now. Hello. Without, well, how close am I supposed to be to the mic? That's good.